Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. All right, folks. The Vikings are keeping us busy these days. And so now as they get their general manager in place, who do you want for the head coach? You want Todd Bowles, Nathaniel Hackett from Green Bay, Dan Quinn from the Cowboys, Jonathan Gannon from Philadelphia. Does he do anything for you? Or Raheem Morris from the Rams. That's who I've got on my list. Raheem Morris, Rams defensive coordinator. Todd Bowles, defensive coordinator, Tampa Bay. Nathaniel Hackett, Green Bay offensive coordinator, Dan Quinn, Dallas Cowboys defensive coordinator, Jonathan Gannon, defensive coordinator, Philadelphia Eagles, and that's who I got. Um, three of them have had coaching experience, two do not, um, but you got to pick one. 651 So who should be the next head coach of the Minnesota Vikings if Quasi Adolfo Mensa is going to be the general manager? Now, we don't know a lot about uh, Quasi Adolfo Mensa. He's been in Cleveland for some time. And what happened today was they had two finalists lined up, he and Ryan Poles, Poles from Kansas City. I always kind of thought they wanted Poles. Uh, and Poles went to Chicago for a second interview, and it sounds like uh, he's taking that job, or he's at least deep into negotiations, and usually uh, those don't fall apart, particularly when it's a guy getting his first GM job Um it's not like he's you know he's still aspiring to, to climb the, the ladder. Now, Quasi Adolfo Mensa, same thing, never been a GM before. He's 40 years old, played basketball at Princeton. So he's got an athletic background, but not, not the same as the NFL. But he, know, he knows something about competing for sure, and he must be pretty sharp. He's been, uh, he's worked in the private sector, etc. Uh, but can he run an NFL team? I have no idea. And so now you try to put, you know, w- what would he think? And who are these people that he might like as uh, coaching candidates? And and I, I don't know what his aptitude is for that. I, I believe, and I believe I'm onto something here. Uh, as, as I go out and about and I talk to different folk and, 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 and learn different things about, about the quantifying process of the Minnesota Vikings, I believe that Rob Brzezinski, who is their salary cap guru, um, Long-time employee of the Vikings, uh, gets great respect from the internally and from the Will family, uh, does a lot with the salary cap. And he, he's on the committee. I've given you the committee names before. Uh, but Andrew Miller is, uh, is kind of the business side. He's there, too. Ryan Munez, uh, uh, Sarah Deppner, um, Jamal Stevenson. I think that's it. Um, but I think that he's calling the shots. And the reason I say that is he has connections to both Poles and Adolfo Mensa. Adolfo Mensa's, I, th- I believe it was his, um, uh, his assistant at Cleveland was at one time Rob's assistant. So he, he'd have a real in and pipeline, uh, into his character and into deciding whether or not this guy should be a candidate. And, it, and these two people he's connected to, uh, through Mr. Ball in, in Kansas City, from what I'm told, and, and, and uh, Mr. Mensa, um, he has connections to. So that tells me that he must be, he must be carrying the heaviest hammer on that committee. 
because it looks like it's the people that he wanted to interview for this job that have got a chance now. And so now that if Mensa takes the job, which I would think he would, now you got to get a head coach. Who do you want? You want Raheem Morris? You want Todd Bowles? You want Nathaniel Hackett? You want Dan Quinn? You want Jonathan Gannon? Uh, I'm not going to give you O'Connell. I don't think he's in play. Um, there's some others on the list that I don't, I don't think are in play. Now, co- further complicating this is that Sean Payton resigned today. He's walking away from the New Orleans Saints, and now there's another opening. And, and, and that opening could get filled with someone that they covet. We don't know. We don't know how New Orleans thinks about these things, but it could get filled with, you know, with someone who, 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 they, who they, uh, the Vikings like as well. That might see New Orleans as a better setup than here. But I'm asking you specifically, Raheem Morris, Todd Bowles, Nathaniel Hackett, Dan Quinn, Jonathan Gannon, or none of the above, and you've got somebody else on your list. 651-461-9226. 651-461-9226. Do you want Raheem Morris because he's a defensive coordinator of the Rams? They were able to, it, there were a couple of sputters and stops there, uh, but they were able to uh, ultimately beat Tom Brady, shut him down for three and a half quarters. Do you want Todd Bowles from from the new from, from Tampa Bay? Uh, because they've had a pretty good defense all year, although some would question the blitz and, and, and leaving Antoine Winfield one-on-one with uh, uh, Cooper Cup at the end. But in general, he's got head coaching experience. He's been in the New York Jets. And um, he probably learned some things there. Is, is he ready for this next step? I don't know. Nathaniel Hackett is the, the offensive coordinator from Green Bay. Now, now what if... What if you found out that Hackett and Aaron Rodgers had had really gelled as a team? That the, that the two of them had really hit it off and, and were seeing the game the same way, and and, and a bond was formed during the year, and, and they it's, it's it's an unbreakable bond because they just they enjoy the work of each other and they respect each other so much. Let's just say hypothetically then that Hackett says, Aaron, I'm going to Minnesota. <clears throat> You're a free agent. What do you say? What do you what do you see? Come over here. They're going to cut ties with Kirk Cousins if you'll come here and, 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 and we got some money we can pay you then. And, and you and I won't just go back to Green Bay. We'll go back there and float, man, and we'll do it. Remember what Favre did to you, Aaron? Remember, remember how hard that was that first year that he came back? And he beat you twice. We're going to do that same thing to Green Bay. And they're not going to have a chance. They're not going to know what hit them. And you're going to be wearing the purple and gold of the Minnesota Vikings. If Hackett offered you that package, would you jump on it and make him the head coach? 651-461-9226. Dan Quinn is is a really interesting option. I I know the Broncos are interested. He and Hackett. And the reason that I don't think he'll get the Vikings is because he reminds some people of Mike Zimmer in, in the old school, let's get after it, let's play hard defensive coordinator um, approach to things. But he was pretty darn good as a coordinator. Um, here's a text that came in, Byron Leftwich, Leftwich offensive coordinator for Tampa Bay. Uh, don't know enough about him. Mean, he played, he's quarterback in the league. Uh, he's got experience. Um, what happens with he and Hackett is simple. You you don't know how much they're doing and how much their quarterback is doing. In other words, how much of a game plan does your quarterback really need when he's really good at reading defenses? What, what, what can you really do for him? Um, 
Jonathan Gannon, I'm told, has been energetic at his interviews uh, with both uh, Denver and, and the Vikings and been impressive. He's a defensive coordinator of the Philadelphia Eagles. And um, he, um, I'm hearing he, he's impressed some people. I don't know if it's to the extent that you make a run at him, but I'm just hearing that he's impressed some people with what he's had. And so now, if you are uh, Quasi Adafo Mensa, he, he probably already has his guy in mind. But who would you vote for out of that list? 651-461-9226. 651-461-9226. Who, who would you hire if you were him? Who would you bring in to turn this sucker around? Who is it that can get the Vikings back to the playoffs? You may have somebody else out there that we don't know about. Um, but you got to make the call now. Because it, it's always easy to second guess after somebody doesn't perform or does perform and say, yeah, that's what I would have done. Or I never would have done it that way. Step up and let's find out what you got. Find out if you got some chops out there. 651-461-9226. 651-461-9226. Do you vote for Raheem Morris, Todd Bowles, Nathaniel Hackett, Dan Quinn, Jonathan Gannon, or none of the above and you have someone else on your mind? Um, I think that, well, I don't want to say that. I'll, I'll let you people decide. Um, but the Vikings have a lot of things that they need to get figured out here. And this general manager is going to have to put some things and implement some things in place uh, to restore to an extent that the players feel comfortable uh, that that he's the guy to hire the next head coach. So he's, he's got to win the players over. They've got to trust him in that. Because if they hire someone that, he does, that the players don't like, uh, this ship is going to sink real quick and people are going to be exiting as quick as they can and and not only that but the, the power of the exit is this when you exit and you tell other players that you don't like being there then you have a real problem a real culture problem and the minnesota vikings could go either way right now um they could have players that are going to play out contracts and can't wait to get out of here or they could be re-engaged and say we've got enough talent here we're going to make a run to the playoffs but we have to believe in the coach and his philosophy as to where he's taking us we have to believe that the culture has changed for us to play hard for him uh, or to want to be here uh, or to think positive thoughts and practice all those things are in play uh, if you're a Minnesota Vikings player right now Text us or call us 651-461-9226. Raheem Morris, Todd Bowles, Nathaniel Hackett, Dan Quinn, Jonathan Gannon. Those are your choices, but you can add any. Uh, just make sure that it makes sense. This is Sports to the Max on News Talk 830 WCCO. All right, let's get some calls going here. We got texts coming. How about some people stepping up and actually having the kahunas to call into this show? 651-461-9226. I've given you a list of options. Uh, if if uh, if they've got the GM in place, who do you hire as head coach? Raheem Morris, Todd Bowles, Nathaniel Hackett, Dan Quinn, Jonathan Gannon. I know you're going, I'm not even quite sure who a lot of those guys are. But you should if you're going to be part of Viking Nation. You, you don't get to be part of Viking Nation if you don't know the names of previous head coaches that are not coordinators. That's just the way it is. And um, you know, you got to be ready to heap praise on these people when they get here. And, and and you need to be up to date. Raheem Morris is, is coaching at, at the Rams, and, 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 and they did a pretty good job against Tampa until the end of the game. And even then, they weren't that bad. It was their offense that could give them the ball back. Uh, he spent a couple years in Tampa. I hear mixed reviews about him. Todd Bowles, I hear better things about. He was at the New York Jets. And and then uh, went down to Tampa, and I just hear he knows the game well. I hear Dan Quinn knows the game really well. 
um, in Atlanta now. We had Ryan Harris on the other night. Ryan did the game uh, nationally, by the way, on the, on the radio over the weekend. And and he, uh, he lives out in Denver, and he played for the Broncos, and they won a Super Bowl championship, and he wanted nothing to do with Dan Quentin. Uh, for whatever reason, did not like him, did not like uh, his resume, did not like what he had done in, uh, in Atlanta, did not think he was a, he was a winner. And I thought it was impressive you know, running the defense for Dallas. I don't know. Uh, someone texted in and said, how about Tony Dungy? His name will come up every time that there's an opening. Now, how would you like to wake up every day if you're Tony Dungy and know that any time you want, you can get, I don't know, $10 million a year to coach? Or if you want to go be a college coach for $5 million, you can, uh, or more. If you want to be an athletic director at any college where, where it opens up, uh, you can just tell them you want it, and they will give you the job. Um, you can pick anything that you want to do right now um, if you're Tony Dungy. He is that well regarded in this country. If, if you want to be a head football coach, you can be a head football coach. All you have to do is apply. If you want to be the general manager of an NFL team, uh, just about every owner would love to have you. If you want to be a fill-in-the-blank, uh, the athletic director at a Big Ten school that comes open, uh, if he wants it, he can get it. He, I, I don't know that I've ever seen uh, anyone as highly regarded as a leader uh, as Tony Dungy. I, I, I don't know that I've ever seen anyone that, that, that reaches that level, in part because he doesn't believe that he reaches that level, because he's got this humility and this humbleness about him that's different than most. And uh, and so you, I knew when, when, when the Vikings opened this up that, that, that his name would come along. Let me give you an example. When, when, when Tony Dungy was with the Vikings, and um, uh, there was talk about uh, making a, he, he was becoming a hot commodity that he'd get a head coaching job somewhere else. And, and Dennis Green was kind of on the hot seat every year, though he, he won a lot of games. He's kind of on the hot seat. And, and there was a time, a, a suggestion that, that when I get rid of Green and move Dungy from defensive coordinator to head coach. Now, they never came close to entertaining that. Uh, but I also know that Dungy had said, no, uh, Dennis Green brought me here. Uh, I owe it to Dennis Green that I'm defensive coordinator here. I'm not looking to take his job. And and that's who he is. And, and, and that character just, it, it oozes with him. And, and it's played out time after time. And so he can have any job that he wants that comes up. I, I've never seen anybody as highly regarded as him. I did a, a symposium with he and Kevin Warren, the Big Ten commissioner, last spring. And um, it was only, only about a dozen people. And so it was kind of an off-the-record, no-holds-barred uh, conversation. Um, I'd ask questions, and, and, and people in this boardroom could ask questions. And when we got done after, I, I, it, we probably went an hour and a half, and it's, I mean, we could have gone for five hours. It, it was that good. And, and when we got done uh, with it, and uh, I got out and I interviewed Tony and I interviewed Kevin, and Kevin and I were sitting around talking for some time, and I said, you know, in the entirety of that conversation, symposium, whatever you want to call it, Q&A with the, with the business leaders, Tony never once mentioned that he'd won a Super Bowl. Never said it. Never mentioned that he was the head coach of a team that won the Super Bowl. Because he just didn't have to, and it just wasn't that important to him as to why he was there that day. And it, it wasn't something that he thought would further the conversation or the cause at that time. And so I'm not saying it's not important to him. I'm just saying he didn't. Six five one four six one nine two two six. Who do you choose as the Vikings' next head coach? Let's go to Dave in Minneapolis. Dave, you're on. 
Yeah, Max, you ought to use your connections and get on the horn and call Mike Tice, see if he'd be interested. The Tice man is doing some work, interestingly enough, in Ohio. And in Canton, Ohio, they have a place there where they develop players um, that are uh, uh, they're off roster right now, but most of them have been in an NFL camp. And, and what they do is prepare these players so that if a team has someone go down, uh, they can simply tap into that and, and look at some film and maybe call Mike and say, "Hey, we need a, we need a not right tackle uh, to back up our guy. And, you know, who, who do you like in your group there?" And he's got a bunch of these college prospects and whatnot that that didn't make a team that are sitting on the edge, and, and he can recommend somebody. Uh, to go and the NFL can send anybody they want from it, but it, it's in essence a place where the NFL uh, can use almost a refuge uh, to find football players. And, and Mike is down there with Dean Dalton and some others. And the, the one thing that Mike did, and, and I don't, this doesn't probably doesn't matter, and he's not going to be the next head coach of the Minnesota Vikings, is is he retired? I believe from football. And I, th- I think you do that. I think there's some reason to do that so that you're full, you're, you're, you get your full pension or whatever it is coming. You have to retire. I, I'm not, I'm not sure about the, uh, uh, how that all works, but he, he's probably got two healthy pensions coming, uh, from coaching and playing. If you play, you have to get to 3.3 years to be fully vested. If you're on the football side of the operations, uh, coaching, scouting, etc., you have to get to 15 years, and then you're fully vested. He's probably fully vested in both, and if he is, he's making a lot of money. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, that makes sense. Yeah, but but I appreciate the call, Dave. Six five one four six one nine two two six. Leslie Frazier's not going to be the guy because he had a chance here. Everybody loved Leslie Frazier, um, but um, he's not going to get another crack at it. I think they'll go younger than that. And again, I, I've never met um, uh, Adolfo Mensa, so I'm not quite sure what, what he's looking for. I got another one from D'Amico Ryan's here. Uh, take a look at him, and they interviewed him, and I, I just haven't heard anything that indicates that they would be uh, incredibly uh, interested uh, in him or follow up. It could be, and I don't know. Um, but they're going to have to name a coach here pretty soon, and that coach is going to have to sell some season tickets. He's going to have to get people on his side, he's going to have to get you people to follow him. Today, by the way, Peyton Manning was in town, ice fishing with John Randall. I called John and said, can you go on the show with us at 6.30? He says, I can't. I'm doing a Zoom interview. But it would be fun to hear uh, about his ice fishing fishing expedition with Peyton Manning. And it would really be interesting to hear what Peyton Manning has to say about who he thinks are good GMs or good coaches. And if nothing else, the profile of what constitutes a good head coach. Sean Peyton, another Peyton, uh, retiring, not retiring, but stepping away from football today. And uh, as head coach of the New Orleans Saints, and of course, uh, the Vikings beat him twice in, Lazo, uh, in overtime, Kyle Rudolph, then, of course, Stephon Diggs uh, in the Minnesota Miracle. Um, Sean Payton was on the other end of both of Mike Zimmer's playoff wins. In fact, uh, Zimmer's son, Adam, coached with Payton at one time. Uh, he, also, he also handed the Vikings one of their most disappointing playoff defeats of all time when, when Brett Favre threw the, the, the interception when they were on their way to the Super Bowl. So they had to do was get a field goal. Uh, New Orleans takes it, wins the wins the game, and goes on to win the Super Bowl. Uh, Peyton's had a long and storied career there, including a Super Bowl championship. Um, but he wants to take a step away from here, and I think it's two-pronged. Number one is he knows if he doesn't have a quarterback the caliber of Drew Brees, you can't win a Super Bowl, and he's playing for Super Bowls at this juncture of his career. Number two is, and I think this is incredibly important, I, I, I don't think... That, that a human being is meant 
to coach an NFL team for more than maybe 10 years at the most. I don't think that that we have the chemical or the emotional makeup uh, to do more than 10 years anymore. I just think it's way too demanding. I think it asks way too much of you. I think it's way too much 24-7 every day. And uh, I remember Lou Holtz saying that he thought, thought that at, at Notre Dame, if you coach for 10 years, they should give you a year off and then come back to it because you just couldn't sustain it. And I think that's the same thing is true of an NFL job. I think when Mike Zimmer uh, got to the end of his tenure here over the last couple of years, I, I think that what probably manifested himself in him was two things. Number one is he, he had made an incredible amount of money. So once you get to that point where you know you're never going to need to worry about money again, you probably are a little bit more liberal in what you say internally in letting your feelings be known because, you know, the worst side of this thing is you're still okay financially. I believe the other part was there's a finite number of games and years that you have to left to coach. For At one point in time, it seems like you got forever. And now you get to that space, that point where, you know, if you don't win it here pretty soon, your career is going to be over and you will never have been uh, the coach of a Super Bowl champion or even a Super Bowl team. And I think those two things boiled over inside him because he wanted it so bad and he knew that he was limited in how much time that he had left uh, to get that done. And I think then sometimes probably your emotions get the better of you. Did you know a former twin went to the Hall of Fame today? He did. Got the call to the hall. We'll tell you who that was, and we'll talk about the prospects of Major League Baseball playing on time. Ron Coomer joins us in the 7 o'clock hour, plus Natalie Darwitz. She was an Olympian. What's that like? All that straight ahead on this edition of Sports to the Max. Stay with us. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.